The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Everybody and welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm a Hollywood hitmaker, Griffin McElroy, the youngest well, brother. Well, boys, just hmm. got back from another meeting with the producers and director. Oh, oh of, of, the, of our podcast? Of our podcast. Uh, they have some big notes, especially as they're heading into Max Fun Drive. Uh, right. Last last week it was my heel turn. This week they want more storylines. They said not enough storylines. Okay. They want some more. It could be behind the scenes. It could be in front of the scenes. It could be in the middle of the scenes. Well, this is great news because I've just become a like a sexy doctor. Like I've Ooh. just become a sort of sexual <laughs> doctor, and now not those of, like, feel, that feels like two different things, Griffin. A sexy doctor versus a sexual doctor. <laughs> Feels like well, I don't. Things. Okay, so yeah, that's good, Trav. I don't like diagnose and give medicine to help people sexual. Do you okay. know what I mean? It's yes, just like my I body know. looks good, and the, all the patients are like, "Please," and I'm like, "I can't. I am. I am happily married." Um, okay, but but I'm also I'm pretty darn good at it. Like I can do an IV. Oh my god, guys! I had to get some uh, blood work done yesterday. Not COVID related. Do not sweat. Um, and I'm I, gonna continue to sweat as your brother because I don't know why you got blood work done. Yeah, just for uh, funsies or yeah. It is an allergy panel. It's like the nerdiest imaginable like reason to get blood work done. Yeah. Any anywho, uh the person who was taking my blood uh was quite chatty. And that's their prerogative. I'm not here to, you know, shame them for that. But they were doing a lot of characters. I'll say they were doing a lot of skit work, let's say. And uh, at one point they were looking for my vein and they said, Ooh, that's a nice, big, juicy vein. Gonna yeah. get a, gonna get a lot of blood out of that and started to do a vampire thing. Uh-uh. Uh, and like for the remainder of, from the moment the needle entered my arm until the moment I left the room, she spoke in a vampire voice uh-uh. and she did, I swear to God. And um, uh-uh. it was one of the top five worst things that's ever happened to me because can you two imagine a more sort of hostage scenario than having a needle in your body and you just can't you can't move and also they're going to try out some new snl audition tape tactics on you this is the difference between griffin and i because griffin's uh griffin's uh let's say fear here griffin's discomfort comes from him seeing this as this person trying out new material on him where i would be thinking like if i was a vampire the job i would get would be drawing blood from people and so who's to say that this isn't the reveal this isn't the prestige I don't know how that's a, it's a fair point, Travis, but like I can actually not imagine a worse job for a vampire because you're going to be so tempted by this shit. And I hope that this lab has their shit on lock enough that like if blood goes missing. Yeah, they like it's I want I want my stuff on the book somewhere. I only have so much blood. Um, and well, maybe yeah, they just if, take a little bit extra. You know, the juice is running. And in this case, the juice is your blood. Sure. Uh, the juice is also running on the Max Fun Drive, which we're going to talk about uh, a little bit later on in this episode. With this Max Fun Drive has uh, very chill vibes. That's the feedback we've been getting. Is a lot of people say that like when we ask for money, it's like going on a beach vacation, uh, which is so cool. And uh, if you want to join the network now, go to maximumfun.org/join. Look at all the different uh, reward tiers that you can uh, give at on a monthly basis, and um, think about supporting the show and the network as a whole. So go to maximumfun.org/join. It's me, the head of the network, Reggie Big Shot. 
I heard you need a little drama to spice things up. Boy, here's some for you. <coughs> Sorry, the cigars are catching up on me. Here's uh, some. Please, uh, c- please don't say that again. Could the you not cigars smoke? are catching up on me. They're catching are up on you? Catching up on me. Listen, listen. that's not the point. My personal health, that's not the point, kids. No, but I am worried listen. about you. Are you okay? Yeah, I love you. I loved it when you were... Go bring it at the beginning in the old days of uh, I loved it. The farm farm jokes and you. uh I you did a lot of blue stuff yeah. about uh lots of different marginalized groups of people. I you loved, loved that. Loved that. Yeah, yeah. You, you gave us a lot of positive feedback. I'm that. not so crazy about the new stuff. And I, honestly, boys, the well's running a little a little dry. So here's the deal. If you don't raise enough in this Max Fun Drive uh-huh. uh, during this episode of my brr br- br- you're out. All oh, right? Boy. Okay. You are but then Kapitsky. Let, let, let me finish, let, Travis, let him fucking finish, Trumbull. Trumbull, you let me finish. Thank you, Greedo. Listen, <laughs> if you don't raise enough money, in this episode of Bam, you're kaput. People got to go to MaximumFun.org forward slash join, and they got to push back and save our show, save your show, my show, Law yeah. & Order P-O-D-C-A-S-T. But I, how I made my bajillions, that show is fine. It's in its 30th season. And uh, uh, so that my show is not in danger. It's your show that's on the ropes now, but Mr. Big Shot, if if our please show, call me Mr. Reggie Big Shot, Mr. Reggie Big Shot. If if you were to cancel our show, then who would take care of all of these orphans who I have dubbed Travis's kids? Uh, that that come He's to got my a grip of orphans, Mr. Reggie yeah, they Big come Shot. to my community center every day, and I I teach them about driving. I'll make He's teaching them. these seven and eight year olds how to drive, Mister Big Shot, and I mean all Fords of like not just driving cars, but like driving golf balls, forklift. Uh, yeah, driving people crazy. I'll put them to work. You don't need to worry about that. I'm gonna turn them into human humidors. From wait, you would <laughs> you, store this? you would cut them open and store cigars inside? No, wait. If you put, there's nothing better for the temperament and tenor of a fine cigar than the pocket of a young child. I have. So I load clasp. up their dungarees and their Levi's with all my premium smokes, and then let them uh, sit in a in a very humid room, and it is how you get the and people, cigar and flavor. I, I'm so sorry to interrupt, Mr. Reggie Big Shot, but people- It's all right. Gun to some warming up to you. So, and people just let you do that? Well, if if your show's canceled, there'll be no one to stop me. That we'll, doesn't wait, hold walk on. So me through that. Griffin and Justin and I are the only people stopping people from using children as Who's humidors? Justin? Uh, he left. You know him as Jumbles. Jumbles. Wait, wait, why would Jumbles not be in the show? The real, in star, this... the real star. He, gets he left scared. the room. He gets scared he, whenever Reggie Big Shot Every time I come in, he hides under a table like we're doing a, nu- a nuke drill back in yeah. my childhood. He's days. under the table right now just pissing his pants. He's under <laughs> yeah. the table and dreaming. Get a baby. Um, Mr. Mr. Reg- Reggie Big now, Shot. Now, Mr. Big Shot, you know we have to pay for that now. <laughs> That's fifty-five thousand dollars, Mister. You don't Reggie. have to pay for it. It's diegetic. It came from the tiny Dave Matthews that lives in my shirt pocket. Oh, now, hey! I do know I about thought that the was sickness. a cigar. I it do. Is. I do know about the oh. sickness you did get, Mister Reggie Big Shot, because you were on the boat that they dumped the Dave Matthews Banduki onto, and that's sort of like your origin story. That's why you are the way you are. I just wanted to say that I'm, I'm like hugely in love with uh, you. And can you please describe exactly what you look like? <laughs> me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. It, just me. It, just, imagine four cans of, of uh, paint stacked uh-huh. on top of each other. Fuck yeah, okay. Each one of those is like one of my legs. Oh, all right? boy. And then on top of that, imagine a oh, big sorry, old just mul- to clarify. Sorry to interrupt. Segmented like that? Yeah. Do you have segmented yeah, legs like and a cockroach? Ambulated. Okay. Okay. Then imagine a big old crusty sourdough loaf that's got a little bit rugged. (laughs) That's my. Oh, you liked you liked that. 
Yeah. <laughs> like living my life. Can I say my and... favorite thing about you, Mr. Reggie Big Shot, is that you seem to be feeling yourself a lot. Yeah. You've got a lot of. Uh, and I think I, that's And I'm just going to say cool. it, sexual energy coming off just your confidence. Your confidence oh, is very attractive. He's crying under uh, under the table. He's under the table and crying. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm feeling I'm feeling feeling my sexy. It's been a great few uh months for me. Oh, how's uh, it? Surprisingly, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's What's been, new? Oh, What's been going you, on? You know all the bad stuff that's been happening? Yeah. It's all been good for me in ways that are hard to explain. Well, well try. We'll try. We try got time. Now? My head looks like Charles Grodin's head. With it's like one must- for one? Just one for what? No. One for 1.3. Huh. <laughs> Distorted in all the wrong ways. Like in a carnival mirror. Like a beautiful carnival mirror of hatred, yes. <laughs> so wait, oh, just to be clear, it's like Charles Grodin. If Charles Grodin was fueled by hatred and slightly distorted. The marketing says your people love Charles Grodin stuff. That's true. We got a lot so of Grodies be- in here. A lot of well familiar. Listen, I'm watching the donation counter, it's going down. You're not <laughs> enticing anyone. Oh no, people are can't. Oh, they're can't, they're not canceling, they're, they're leaving the family that is in your in your parlance. Listen, the point is this if I don't see those numbers where I need them to be, you're gonna start putting cigars into children's pockets. R- I think we Richard, Richard Belzer wants another pay bump. So, uh, is he alive? Let's check that. Let's double check that. We'll get our fact checkers on that. Don't worry about that. Just real quick. Orphans. Richard Belzer's fine. He needs a pay bump. And uh, 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 the rest of the cast of Law and Order, P.O.D., C.A.S.D., they'll want to meet it. So, listen. Get the numbers up. Yep. Or you'll kill Richard Belzer. (laughs) Get the numbers up. Good enough. I'll let you meet Christopher Maloney. <laughs> Ooh! I know I've been saying that he's too busy to meet with you, and he is, but I'll carve out some time in his schedule. It's a nicer word. I like to do the carrot and the stick. So the stick is you're canceled. Second pri- First prize is Christopher Maloney. Okay. Second prize is you're canceled. Um, yeah, okay. we'll make that happen. I says, you're not just talking about like you're going to buy a cameo of Mr. Maloney, are you? No, he's made Chris will make time for me. Um, it, I don't know if it sweetens the pot at all, but I will trade you three orphans for like 10 minutes hang out with Christopher Maloney. No, I've got plenty right now. I'm stocked up, so don't sweat it. Wait, listen, then why boy, would you take my orphans for humidors? Listen, listen. Uh-huh. I got to get out of here. Oh, okay. It's been fun. It's been a but pleasure. I'm, but I'm t- uh, kind of turning into Beetlejuice a little bit. So... <laughs> I gotta listen. I I gotta go. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Hey, you know what? I uh, miss him. Like it's weird oh, wait, sh- when he was sh- here. Sh- like I didn't. He didn't what? go down the. St- he didn't go down the stairs. He just shut the door. He's listening. Oh. There it goes. Okay, oh, great. He kind of wow. stood there for the stairs. He he fell. Yeah. A, he t- tripped a little bit, which is kind of does confirm my suspicions that he was quite drunk. Um, during his appearance on this show. Should we do questions? Yeah, that would be nice. I was I was kind of enjoying just, just you know, free form a little bit, but uh I'd love to I'd love to get in. You know now, what? Justin's right. Fuck now, this show. Now the show can begin. Also, my throat hurts. <laughs> I have a trip planned once things return to normal Optimistic. to go on a mystic. <laughs> Once things return to the new normal, yeah. perhaps, to go on Once a we've bachelor- established a new society. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once to go on a bachelor party on a houseboat. As a prank, we have purchased a dissolving swimsuit. However, we are at a loss as to how we can get the groom to wear it in the water without him becoming suspicious. <laughs> what should we do? <laughs> That's from Bear Bummer in Canada. Well, good news is you've probably given yourself, I don't know, 36 months uh, head start on this. So we'll get the whiteboard out and we'll uh, we'll start devising a, an intricate an intricate plan. Now, I am going to say I have not done any research into this. Perfect. Right. Um, but based off of 
things I know about things that dissolve. I'm willing to bet that perhaps the quality of material of this swimsuit may be noticeably different. A dead giveaway situation. St- yeah, standard swimsuit if it's, material. If it is not, I'm going to live in fear every time I enter a body of water that I have been pranked, and now my meat and two veg is about to pop out, and that is no good. I do think what it boils down to is uh, of of top of my head presents to give I can think of. I got you this swimsuit. Is uh, it's a real left fielder? That's a real curveball, as they say. Uh, I I I can think of maybe two friends of mine that if they got me a really cool looking swimsuit. But even then, if I was a company that made dissolvable swimsuits. I don't think I'd put a lot of time into the design process. We, we got to strike gifting the swimsuit. Like, that's not going to work. And so now we're getting into a scenario where you have to steal yep. all of his swimsuits. And then when it's time to swim, you're like, oh, don't worry. You can borrow my pair. Actually, that's it. That's a fucking great idea. And that's going to work. You, you can gonna... borrow my paper thin <laughs> like pair of swimsuits. Hey, it's the only one we got. Do you want to get in the fucking river or not? I, that well, is then what if your friend work. is like, I'll just swim nude. Um, you guys have been talking a lot of shit, and now I'm going to give it to you real. Okay. okay. Dissolving shorts, stag do, holiday party, bachelor joke, prank, swim, shorts. We're going to head on over to eBay, okay. the world's largest haunted doll repository, to talk about what is uh, depicted in this image as the original prank short. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is coming to us from a seller called Stag Do Shorts, and the only thing they sell is dissolving shorts. That's a cool business you made. It's a cool business they made. There are copies of our item being sold on the web. Please be careful. You only get one chance at this, which is so <laughs> true. Which is so true. You only get one chance at prank shorts. <laughs> You do it once and it burns his dick off. It's like uh, unfortunate. Fool me once. Shame right. on you. I will try again. Jump in again. Prank your mates with these shorts. Once in the pool, a chemical reaction between the special thread and the water dissolves the thread, making the shorts just come away at the sides, leaving your friend naked in the pool. Huh. Shorts can be worn as normal, but within seconds of being in water, the fun starts. Watch your friend's face go from confused to embarrassed as he scrambles to cover up. All you need to do is hide your friend's short. Best done before you get to hotel. Offer them your spare <laughs> pair, and it's all set. Try my full lifeguard set. Make your victim the pool lifeguard. When oh, he no. jumps in, same will happen. No. See other listings. That's a, fucking, that, that's a fucking wild way of doing it. Yeah, huh? what a high risk scenario. Bachelor pool party. Hell yeah. Not you, Dylan. I know it's your special time, but you got to be the lifeguard. That's what you do when a group of friends goes swimming. Someone's got a lifeguard. Yes. Now, I am watching a video of this happening. Oh, Trav. Trav. And uh, it's this poor man appears to be in the middle of a hotel, like a very public place. Yeah. As his clothing is actively failing him. <laughs> right. And I would say that this goes very quickly from, oh, he's got kind of a smirk on his face, what is happening, to... I'm gonna get arrested. I'm I'm yeah, in a public we, place, and my all my bits are gonna be out. We should probably make it clear: the three of us are having a lot of fun here. This is a uh, sort of ethically reprehensible and sure. genuinely uh, should be illegal sort of uh, thing, and you shouldn't get your friends' privates out um, <laughs> as a joke. Uh, yeah, that's that seems like that's uh, we're all on the same page. I didn't want people to write in and be like, "So you like this particular so you sort like of this. Uh, no?" Crime. It's inappropriate to get anyone's bits out without their uh, explicit consent. I will say they have a few more safety recommendations here. Oh boy! And I will mention first off is this: that <laughs> the end it says keep dry, which yes, iron on. <laughs> Iron on cool with no steam. 
why the fuck am I ironing these on what for formal dissolving shorts occasions? Hey, that try on these insane. crisp, <laughs> crisp try the, yeah. shorts. Try my crisp pleated shorts. Do not let your ma'am wash them to make them nice for you going away. Yes, this happened. Did it? If the in the unlikely event of a problem with the shorts, they must be returned for inspection. That's a cool. It's a cool gig. Yeah, these shorts job. didn't fall apart. I'm a failed dissolving shorts inspector. I love it. You gotta throw these away. I'm watching yeah. the same video that Travis is watching, and it's just kind of a bummer because right? it's just all of his friends laughing, and it's like, get it, your dick, and he's like. I, yeah, I guess so. This YouTube video is, I'm now looking at a man's whole balls on YouTube. I didn't know you could do that on YouTube. Yeah, don't do this. Don't do this thing. That's don't actually the thing. easiest uh, option. I'm glad we all got there together. Uh, can I do a Yahoo? You I know what that. would be fun? What's that, You Travis? wear them, and under those, you have another slightly smaller pair of swim trunks that say, like, happy bachelor party, not, Derek. Not today, friend. But even that's a that's an even longer walk, isn't it, Travis? Because it's like you have to make them think you're wearing dissolving swim trunks, which they may not know is a thing. So that's a hard sell of just like, boy, I hope these don't dissolve when I get in the water like some swim trunks are <laughs> hey, known to have do. Have you guys heard about those dissolving swim trunks? <laughs> these aren't them, right? You guys would tell me, right? You guys, these aren't my normal swim trunks, but um, do they feel funny? Here I go, cannonball. Oh uh, no, I'm gonna get, I feel terrible. I can't believe you, my friends, would do this to me when we're here to celebrate Derek's nuptials. How could you, we're all just trying to have a good time and you're trying to expose my genitals without my explicit consent. Look at this, Derek, and gotcha. Gotcha, my pee-pee's not out. Nice try though. <laughs> um, uh, what are you talking about? You pranked yourself, Chris. Yes. And I almost had me. <laughs> Here's a here's a Yahoo that was sent in by several folks. Thank you, everyone who sent this in. It's Yahoo Answers user Josh who asks, "What's next for knives?" Yes, knives are completely useless in this new age of guns and drones. In my opinion, they are going to have to change the designs of knives and add interesting and useful new features to compete with guns and drones. What do you think is the next evolution of knives? I enjoyed this question more before I read this additional information because I like uh -oh. knives more in the abstract rather than as hurting hurting tools, tools yeah. for hurting. I, I would also argue that um, knives still do things that guns and drones don't do. Oh, sure. Yeah, stab for one. Yeah. Cut. Yeah. Point, um, poke. Poke. Uh, that's a that's about it. Slash slice. I mean, that's about it. No, you um, can, like uh, you use it to. Uh, you know what? If you are a a person who is lost in the wilderness, it's sure. a lot easier to use a knife to like cut down stuff for shelter than a drone, uh, or a gun. Yeah, for, or a gun. Uh, totally. I think if I, you were ordering them, <clears throat> knife would be easiest to cut down some branches, then mm -hmm. gun, then drone. In that order, I think yep. that the issue here is if you if they want to make cooler, bigger, better gun, they can just make a bigger gun. Problem with knife, you make a knife too big, boop, it's sword. It's a sword. So it still does need to be a knife. Um, That's all proportions, though, isn't it? Hmm. Oh, you're, you're saying, saying like if, if you're a bigger the person, hilt, if the hilt is also gargantuan, then it, you could still say that it's a knife. Yeah, or you could have uh, if if Paul Hogan's around, mm -hmm. you could if he says it's a knife, <laughs> he gets to indicate basically what's not a knife and what is a knife. He's right. really busy. Yeah, he is pretty busy. I, you know what I like? You know what I like when they have those knives that do other things, but they're not just knives. It's like here's knives and here, and also uh, it's a bottle opener, and also it's got like a little wrench in there. That's cool. fun to me. But maybe they take it further. And it's like, it's a knife and it's a sandwich, right? Mm. Or like, it's a knife and, oh God, oh wait, this is topical. Let me try again. Can I try again? Yeah, please. It's a knife. The knife, the knife sandwich thing was uh, pretty stupid. Okay, but let me try. <laughs> let me try. Let me try again. This is really topical with uh, a lot of viral stuff that's been going on on the internet right now. So uh, okay. it's it's a knife, but then you go to pick it up. It's cake. What? A, okay, this is actually a perfect thing. To is do, it? Is a, <laughs> Yeah, this is a perfect time for me to stop the entire show. And at I missed it, the thing that it, the inception of it, and I only caught the aftershocks of that particular meme. 
and it has it before I I couldn't piece together mm-hmm. that it was some sort of meme, and I thought I was kind of losing it for just a little bit. So what's going on there with that? Go ahead and walk me through that, please. Well, it all began. That sounds pretty boring. Are you sure you want him to do that? <laughs> if he could do it in, in 12 seconds. It began with a viral video where it's like, oh, this looks like a roll of toilet paper. No, we're cutting into it. It's cake. This looks like a bottle of lotion. Oh, we're cutting into it. It's cake. But at no point did they say, look at this. It looks like cake. No, it's actually a roll of toilet paper. That would have been way more impressive to me. That's true. I could wipe my butt with a cake. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Uh, I'm going to stop the podcast. I'm going to stop the stopping the podcast to say, Griffin, walk me through that real quick. I don't want to. (laughs) Fuck. This this episode in particular has been like, here's a funny, awesome, badass thing that I just said. And you're like, show your work. Fuck that. (laughs) Um, I think uh, we've danced around what's next for knives and what we can do as sort of knife innovators. Sharper, I think you eventually reach a sort of like, atomic like limit there yeah. like a, sor- yeah. a, a, a sort of like I you think can physics- split an atom right and that's dangerous because those yeah. motherfuckers are all over the place uh so second like a second blade but oh i've but, got it like a but but running perpendicular to the first blade or like coming out the side of the hilt or back on the back like you're uh like you're um uh the freaking re- the guy the Gentleman from uh, Phantom Menace. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mr. Mall, I believe is his Mr. name. Mr. Mall, Dr. Mall. <laughs> Lord Mall Esquire. I knew he was a Zabrak, but I couldn't remember his name. That's fucked up. <laughs> now, I, I let me pitch this. I, I And I'm going to picture it, try to describe it. And I don't understand how the inner workings would, you know, work. But imagine a tube. Right, and you load yeah. the knife into it, and it is pressurized in some way that you can release that pressure, and the I knife shoots I, forth from the mm, tube and yeah. buries itself into whatever you're pointing it at. I mean, I'm again. I was more thinking about kitchen innovations, but I have had some trouble with sweet potatoes that I imagine knife gun would help me out with. Damn, you think whoever invented the bayonet was like, I'm going to take the rest of the year off. <laughs> this is the best. Hey, guys, 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 guys. Check it out. You know how we, since we got gun and like, we've just been sort of rolling over, like Hulkamania has been going wild since we got gun, but we all kind of still miss sword. Yeah. <laughs> check, check it the fuck out. I did a kick-ass job today. Uh, I, I enjoyed that in the movie, The Old Guard. Did you guys see that flick with Charlize Theron and a bunch of other people in it? No, no. Um, yeah, it was good. And they, they, they've they been alive for a very, very long time, and they're very good at murder. And they always bring gun, but then also axe is with them. Mm-hmm. They bring axe too. And it seems weird, Sydney pointed out, like, gun can't do everything <laughs> they need to do. They they need axe still to, to come to come to the party. I wonder if it's kind of like a security act. Yeah, that's mm. it. Like it just makes you feel better, I guess. Well, if, I don't know. if Gun acts up and turns against you, it's like a little yes. old lady who used an axe to chop up all her guns. Exactly. There's not a lot of moving parts in Axe. You know, no, it's sure. hard. They, there's not a lot of points of failure for Axe. Gun? Who even knows how that who works? Who knows what the fuck's going on in there? It's like but my computer. Axe, stick, heavy part, sharp edge. Done. We love it. Um, you know what I love? What's that, Juice? The Maximum Fun Network. Okay. And our extended podcasting family. Got it. Um, This is the Max Fun Drive where I know it's weird. <laughs> but that's the subtitle. I know it's weird. It's been weird for months. It's not less weird now, but if, and, and basically it works like this. The shows that you listen to on the Maximum Fun Network are funded and made possible by you. And, um, I know that you probably hear that a lot on like NPR or whatever. It's very true on Maximum Fun. It's a hundred percent directly true. <laughs> on NPR, so they're fucking lying. Fucking lying. They are. Thank you. Yeah, they're not. They're they're fine. Well, but some of them um, might be. We don't. Some know. of them might be. But uh, we we rely on you to pledge a few bucks a month if you like the stuff that we do or other shows on the network do. Please consider joining. Um, MaximumFun.org forward slash join is the link um they have tiers as low as like five bucks a month if you can pledge five bucks a month 
you get like a bajillion hours of bonus content. It's absolutely buck wild. And if if you can join at $10 a month, you can get a MaxFun membership card and a cool pin and all the bonus content. So um, it's a very it's a very tantalizing offer, mm. and it really you, I can't actually express to you how important these donations are to our way of life, um, and to being able to make this show as our job and do all the other stuff that we do. Um, it is all possible thanks to people that that are are joining the network and and helping support these shows. And I really I can't thank you enough. It 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 honestly means the world to us. We have a lot of fun here, but it it is uh it's a big deal. Um yeah. I Justin said it. Maximumfun.org slash join. I don't actually know if you said the URL, but uh click on the link of my voice and go to maximumfun.org slash join and look at the different uh pledge levels and uh help us out if you can. Uh how about another question? Yeah, Ditto, I love that. Thank you so much. That I was about to it's so funny. I was about to say it and then you Can did. I get a can I get a hand on the ball? Yeah, Trav. Yeah, but I desire another question to be delivered to me upon a platter of gold. It can never just be the thing. But the finest questions known to humanity. Bring me yeah, up what a now? spoke question. Uh my mom texted me today and said she wanted to get into Bitcoin. She asked me whether it was a good investment if she started small. I don't know why she wants to get involved with this stuff, and I'm pretty sure Bitcoin is a scam. My question is, is it ethical to help my only mother invest in, invest in cryptocurrency? And that's from Crypto Skeptic. All um, money is a scam when you think about it, guys. Go off. Because it's all wrong. just made up bits and boops bullshit. Oh, this piece of paper is worth this much metal. Go off. Go off. He's it's not, fucking yeah, not nothing. Wrong. That said, I think Bitcoin is even more so. <laughs> Bitcoin is absolute. I mean, yes, but okay. I can answer some of these questions. I I know the exact right time to get into Bitcoin was three months ago. Every single time at any point in history, the right time to do it was before you ever started uh, doing it. Right. So so that that is that is a challenge. Bitcoin is one of those blind spots for me where if someone who was older came to me and said, "So Justin, what is the deal with Bitcoin?" I feel like I would have to just sort of freeze. In a, and remain perfectly still and silent until they thought I was something was wrong with me and they left the room because that would be so complete would be my ignorance that I think it would lower my stock sort of permanently in their like when their internet broke right they wouldn't come to the J man they wouldn't listen to my recommendations on TV shows like any well that and the problem is is even if you were able to explain it to them they would believe you less it would they would it would seem more like you were fucking with them than if you just stood there silent like a statue because the truth is bitcoin basically boils down to <laughs> um i'm gonna send you a jpeg and i'm gonna tell you how much that jpeg's worth then someone else is gonna say hey give me that jpeg and then i'm gonna tell you how much that jpeg is worth it's 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 all based on like perceived i'm actually value. feeling more calm listening to you talk makes me feel more confident <laughs> about my own yeah right i actually travis thank you i do feel like thank you for cheering me up i do feel better uh, listening to you try to explain. That's all it is. It's all perceived value. As you desperately clutch at any sort of cognizant thoughts no, about Bitcoin. No, I stand it really by makes it. me feel It's better. perceived value because the irony is as we, these three goobers, sit here and even just say, every time we say the word Bitcoin, Bitcoin becomes a little more valuable. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it increases a little bit because it's like, I've heard about Bitcoin. That's something, right? That is something. That is all wow. it is. I, so yeah, uh, get your mom into it now. She'll be rich in five days. I uh, heard through the grapevine about the uh, very serious Twitter hack that happened last week where uh, a bunch of different big accounts got got, and those big accounts did ask people to send them Bitcoin, and it's bad. It's a terrible, uh, it's a terrible invasion of privacy and given Twitter's sort of uh, global political importance, I guess that's like a harrowing thing. But I do just want to dial in uh -huh. that this probably did work on some people. Some people were 
successfully bamboozled by this. And I do wonder if Barack Obama's tweet, President Barack Hussein Obama, a lot of people forget about Hussein, it's important to me, if he got anybody with, I am giving back to my community due to COVID-19, all Bitcoin sent to the address below will be sent back doubled. If you send back $1,000, I will send back $2,000. Then there's the Bitcoin link. Then President Barack Hussein Obama said, only doing this for the next 30 minutes. Enjoy. The Wait, enjoy why did, really why gets does, me. Why does Barack have all of this Bitcoin saved up? <laughs> why does he do that? Why is he doubling it? Why is it just for the ne- Why is he doing a supermarket sweep bonus round? <laughs> why did he tell me to enjoy sending him the money so he can double the money? How, Why would that how, be the only exchange? Why not just I'll send you let me hey say hey and I'll send you some Bitcoin? Why is the exchange good, part yes. necessary at all? I am giving back to my community, my community of people who have and know what Bitcoin <laughs> is. Enjoy for thirty minutes. I'm your president, Barack Obama, and your former president, and I do want you to send me the Bitcoin, but do not sweat because I'm going to send back twice as much as you send me. I know what Bitcoin is. <laughs> You see these uh, swordfish sunglasses I'm wearing, and I want you to enjoy this. And my cousin Doug has a great investment opportunity that he says is a sure thing. So all I need is your Bitcoin, and then I will invest in this slug racing circuit. And then I, oh shit, we're broke. Ah, damn it. Fucking Billy Gates tweets it. Fucking Elon Musk tweets it and is like, hey, I have Bitcoin. Come and get it for 30 minutes, enjoy! <laughs> then I think, like, those fucking nerds probably know what's up. President Barack Obama swooping in and being like, I also have Bitcoin. Come get it. 30 minutes, baby. I've got 30 minutes worth of Bitcoin. <laughs> Travis, um, I'd love to d- dive more into your knowledge of and understanding of Bitcoin. Um, so, Griffin, do you understand Bitcoin mining? Uh, it's where they use graphics cards to get the Bitcoin and keep me from being able to find the graphics cards. Travis, can you tell me how computers make Bitcoins with Bitcoin mining? And I, Griffin, I want you to judge, and I want I want you to hear Travis's, and then I want you to hear the real answer, and then you judge which is just fucking wild. Now, okay. I okay, I want everyone to know I could do the thing where I'm like, I don't fucking know, I'm a cool jock, but I'm going to do my best. Purely yes, please. from context. For science. Yes. I'm going to say Bitcoin mining is when there's like some AI just searching around the web looking for just, it's kind of like the loose change of Bitcoin, wherever there's like 0.00000001% of a Bitcoin or whatever that someone has like forgotten about, or maybe while they were doing a transaction, it got rounded down or up or whatever. And that that AI just scoops it on up and saves wow. it for This somebody. sounds fucking wrong. Okay, so here's the right answer. <laughs> so you get a... There's all these really hard math problems, okay? On the Bitcoin network, there's all these really hard math problems, and they're so hard that the computer has to both work very hard, but also get lucky to solve it. And the the um, the chances against them doing it is like one in 13 trillion. So it's very unlikely that they can solve these very hard math problems, but if they do, they win a prize, and it's Bitcoin. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> wait. So hold on. So there's a computer, Goodwill hunting its way through a website and like standing before the whiteboard and trying to get lucky, which what that even means in the terms of computing is both baffling and terrifying to me. And the computer's trying to get lucky. And if a computer solves a math problem, a very hard math uh, yes, problem. Yes, thank you, Justin. I really can't. A very hard math problem. It gets some, the computer gets some With Bitcoin. a prize. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, technically it belongs, I'm sure, I mean, the computer does not have rights. Whoa. Oh, all right. Dark ages. All right. But so its owner would own the, uh, um, you know, the Bitcoin. But yes, that is, that is how I understand it, is that the computer... The computer does a really uh, does a bunch of hard math and eventually gets it right and gets a little prize. That's a Bitcoin, huh? I think uh, yeah. uh, amazingly, uh, and I, I this is of course uh, completely subjective, 
But I think my answer made more sense than the no. thing you said. Justin's envisions a world that makes me much happier because is there some sort of deranged mathematician trillionaire somewhere that's like, I I cannot die until these impossible formulae have been um, discovered. Who this is this has now who makes a new the question Bitcoin? for me? Who makes the question? Bitcoin makes the question. No. Okay, they only release they only release a few. <laughs> the, uh, okay. This is not fuck. This is fucking true. They only release a little bit of extra puzzle bonus puzzles. You know what's? They release the puzzles on the back of their menus. <laughs> they release the puzzles in what's called a block reward, and the block reward is halved every uh, two hundred and ten thousand blocks around every four years. So in two thousand nine, it was fifty. In two thousand thirteen, it was twenty five. In twenty eighteen, it was twelve point five. And uh, somewhere this year, it'll be 6.25, right? So they only release a few puzzles, a few new puzzles. They're releasing less puzzles. Just to get the Bitcoin out there? But who's making up the puzzles, Justin? The the computer creates the... So the computer creates a puzzle it can't solve. This is probably... The creator computes a puzzle it can't solve, and also the puzzles get harder every two weeks. They just throw an extra three in there? They put another three in. <laughs> it gets harder. <laughs> okay. If this I was could... an X, but now it's a Z. Fuck you. <laughs> you are, you are 44,000 times more likely to win the Powerball jackpot with a single lottery ticket than you are to pick the correct hash on a single try, which is the correct pu- to solve this fucking puzzle. You will not solve this puzzle. Yeah, Do know. they have any word searches? No, it's all jumbled. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard jumbled. But it's hard ones. They're like, this is like nine letters. So hopefully that helps. Hey, just it, let your I mom listen to that, that yes. 10 minutes. She's out. Just. Just in case our investments in Bitcoin don't uh, pay out, I would like to invite us all for a quick sojourn to uh, to the money time. Uh, real quick, before we do ads, folks, this just occurred to me that you might have listened to that whole cryptocurrency section and thought, you know, that's not like a cry for help from the macros that I should explain how cryptocurrency works to them. And uh, oh, wow. you you would be wrong. Oh, wow. Boy, what a swing I'm and a miss now. that interpretation would be. <laughs> you could not be farther off, my friend. Nope. Actually, I'm you know what? Perfectly you know what? happy where I'm at. I'll say, I'll say this. If you do need, do need those, just dump them in my mentions. And this yeah. is a service I can begin to provide to you, <laughs> Justin and Travis, because I, I ain't popped in on those bad boys in a bit. I do. I, I did send it to me. And I will, I will send the information out to my brothers. I can be point of first contact. I I, know I'd actually that. rather use this as a test because if you send it to us, we'll know you skip the app. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, that, yeah. and that, and it makes you a, a an immoral thief. Yeah. Basically. So please do not send it to us. We don't want to know how it works. Please. Uh, you know who else isn't welcome in my mentions is uh, plaque and uh, tartar buildup. And these guys are my teeth's worst enemies. But do you know who my teeth's best friends is? Is Quip. Quip's the good electric toothbrush that uh, it covers your your all your oral care essentials. Uh, it's got these timed sonic vibrations with thirty second pulses to guide a dentist recommended two minute routine. And uh, if you got a little kiddo, smaller mouth, smaller teeth, you got a little more Quip, and it's right. It's the right size for you. Well, uh, I, the, I don't like that that assumption was made, Griffin, because just real quick, Baby Dot, even though she is six months, does have the mouth and teeth of a 40-year-old. I know that about her. Yeah. And it sucks because it doesn't look very good. No, it doesn't <laughs> now. But when she's 70 and she's got yeah, the mouth sure, and teeth of a 40-year-old, it's going to uh, the, the Quip brush head, toothpaste, and floss refills are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5 each. A friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health and shipping is free. I have been using a Quip for uh, a couple of years now. Yep. And uh, it's it's really, really nice. Back when I was traveling, the freaking little mirror mount turns into a holster for it. It was real slick. 
Um, now it's mostly just a mirror mount, but it's a good one. If you go to getquip.com slash my brother right now, you can get your first refill for free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash my brother. That's getquip.com slash my brother. Quip, the good habits company. Hey, you guys know what I always say. What? If you're in a hitch, you got to fix your stitch. You've heard me say it. You've heard me say that, right? I've heard you yell that. Yeah, I yell it. I've heard you sort of scream that I got some sort of primal animal. I get frustrated. Sure. You know, because people are wearing shows, like they're wearing clothes and shows that aren't their size or style and like they paid too much for them. And they're like, I don't know where to get other clothes. And I'm like, if you're in a hitch, you got to fix your stitch. Because then you could just go to Stitch Fix and they're a company that focuses on like getting you the clothes you actually want because they have a personal stylist that will work with you to get you clothes you love and get them to you effortlessly. It's a completely different way to shop. Uh, and you'd like fill out your own profile. Just go to stitchfix.com slash my brother and you'll pick out looks that are personalized for you, colors you like, uh, styles you like, and a budget you like. You pay a $20 styling fee for each fix, which is credited towards anything you keep. Schedule at any time. There's no subscription required. Plus, shipping, returns, and exchanges are easy and free. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash mybrother, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash mybrother for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash mybrother. When you're in a hitch, you gotta fix your stitch. It's not catching up. It says it right here in the. I'm reading it in the. It's green. It says, "Do not skip. Do not <laughs> skip, Travis." Okay. Here we go. What a munch! What? I want to munch. Man, my throat is so messed up, man. It's terrible. Um. So hey. This one comes to us from the UK, and this is weird because normally the UK does not make it into a lot of um, a lot of munch squads. But this one is from Heinz UK, and so it was sent to me by Graham Roebuck, who is just an all around, jeez, just the all arounder, can't be stopped. <sighs> Salad cream ice cream, huh? Mm. Heinz launches Heinz creams <laughs> DIY ice cream kits. <laughs> Now, it's important for you to know, Heinz Creams is with a Z. It is Z at the end of Heinz, so a Z at the end of Creams. What's sauce for the goose is sauce for the gander. Uh, July is National Ice Cream Month, and whilst trips to ice cream parlors may look a little different this year, Heinz has launched a selection of DIY ice cream kits. Using a range of Heinz sauces, you can make your very own Heinz creams at home and celebrate National Ice Cream Month from the comfort of your kitchen. So you go to their fucking website, and there's a there's a place right there where the crime is, where you <laughs> it says click here to do crime. Uh-huh. And when you click it, you go to a page that is Heinz creams, and um. If you let's say you wanted the mayo cream, I, and I and I don't, <clears throat> but let's say so you the, did. Relish the creamy taste of Heinz good mayonnaise. <laughs> it <laughs> says <laughs> it's actually Heinz seriously good mayonnaise, but the seriously is in brackets, so I took it upon myself to leave it out for comedic effect. <laughs> relish the creamy taste of Heinz. You can't say we we're talking about toppings. You probably shouldn't use relish. No, as a as your okay. Relish the creamy taste of Heinz, seriously good mayonnaise, in an ice cream. This make your own Heinz creams kit includes the equipment you'll need to make a Heinz mayonnaise ice cream. It includes Heinz good mayonnaise sauce, <laughs> a branded gift box, a recipe card. <laughs> what if it didn't have that? Yeah. It's like, I don't know, you fucking figure it out. Here's mayonnaise and, and a whip. And it's not pre-measured. Let's be honest. Your seems like- proportions are way off. It's wild. I feel like the person writing this press release had Benjamin Button disease and Jack disease because it's like with each paragraph, their sort of like age seems to be going backwards. Put good mayonnaise in cream sauce in ice cream. Yay. It also includes a reusable ice cream tub. Uh, that's profane. So you make mayonnaise ice cream in it and then you're like, don't, don't, don't. Toss that, Vicky. <laughs> I'm going to save that. I'm going to use it again for anything else. 
And lastly, a limited edition engraved golden scoop and spoon. It doesn't say what's engraved on it, but I'm assuming it's the word pervert. (laughs) (laughs) I can only imagine. Um, So let's go back to this press release here. Uh, I will let you know, I'm looking at the website and the bad news is that the Heinz ketchup creams is sold out. Ah. You can't get that anymore. You can get BBQ creams. Huh. You can get saucy sauce creams. <laughs> These are all Why? challenging. There's a saucy sauce creams and then there's Heinz salad creams. What is salad cream? It's, the te- it's a te- tangy taste. It's like uh, salad dressing. No, I fig- I it's- put that together, but like there's lots of different types of salad dressing. Well, this is salad creams. You get it. It's it's like it would be a good ice cream is is the a good way to imagine it. Um so they've they've listed the it says the tangy taste of salad creams makes it one of Britain's most loved sauces. And now it's a Heim's creams. That zing we all know and love can be paired with the delicious sweetness of summer strawberries on top of refreshing ice cream. Huh. Um Heinz BBQ creams is sweet, sticky, and tongue-tinglingly delicious. Oh, smoky, mouth-watering flavor of classic Heinz barbecue sauce in a Heinz creams, teamed with maple syrup, pecans, and perhaps a sprinkling of bacon bits. And this sweet and smoky ice cream will really pack a punch. Hey, just real quick, when I put something on my tongue, if the reaction my tongue has is to tingle. That is body. That is poison. That is bad. Your body should reject it. <laughs> that is a bad thing to happen. Oh, it's a, oh, my whole mouth is buzzing. Um, David Chalbert, the senior brand manager at Heinz Sauce, says, this summer is looking different for many of us. Yep. And while we might be staycationing or staying at home more than in other years, it doesn't mean you have to miss out on the joys of a good ice cream. Heinz sauces are here to help. Hey, David, honestly, dude, you're right about the first part. This summer is looking different. For, but fuck you for thinking the answer is, do you want to make an ice cream out of mayonnaise? Does that fix it? Yeah. Everything's Does up in the air now. Does it you do ice cream out of mayonnaise? It Did we fix it? It can't hurt, right? Listen, everything's fucked. <laughs> do you want to make ketchup ice cream in your own house? We've tried hey, no everything one's, No one's watching. No one's watching anything goes. Think of it this way. Once it's all back to the new normal, you're probably not going to want to make salad cream ice cream. You probably won't do you that. You'll be so happy it. to return to, this, to the, the life you knew. We give you the ultimate summer mashup. Heinz Creams. Mm. A DIY ice cream kit with an added summery squeeze of one of your favorite Heinz sauces. Mm. So you needn't miss out on one of the sauciest of sweet treats or six during a summer of social distancing. David, fuck off. <laughs> it's not the ultimate summer mashup, you absolute maniac. It's ketchup mixed with ice cream. Stop it. We might we know it might seem like a bit of a crazy combo to some, hmm. but with Heinz always at the forefront of innovation, anything is possible. Hey, David, if anything is possible, could I request a vaccine? Could that be first <laughs> yeah. on your list? You fucking ketchup wizard. Do you think? If anything is possible. Do you think when David turned in the first draft of this press release, press release somebody said, like, do we want to add any qualifiers here where you just said forefront of innovation? Do we want to put, like, forefront of, like, dressing innovation? Sauce or in- so- Yeah, sauce innovation. No. Wines innovation. <laughs> no. Anything We're is the- possible. <laughs> we are the bleeding edge of all technology, both food and medical. <laughs> And we're going to make this summer work for you. If you, this is just like the Bud Light, um, the Bud Light, Baskin Robbins Robbins things. If, if I call you and I'm like, Hey, this has all been really hard for everybody. I'm just checking in to see how you're doing. What are you up to? And you say, I'm making mayonnaise ice cream. I'm going to call the authorities to come like check on you. Cause I'm worried that something has gone terribly wrong. I bet it's good though. It's probably good. Is the worst. The one where you it. said the bacon bits—that got me a little bit. The BBQ ice cream with some bacon bits and pecans. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd probably be pretty that good. That me. Listen, if I could order these to America, I probably already would be. I find that I find the idea like the ketchup and barbecue Terrible. sauce. 
I can almost I can almost see my no I can almost see my way there. Oh. When we're into like it's mayonnaise, like that's hard. That gets a little more challenging. That's tough. If it's like mayo creams, and just the number of Z's on this page, guys, it's, it's quite a it's few. It's tough. Huh? There's a there is a a lot of Z's in this in this. I one. bet a thousand mm. island um, ice cream. Forty five Z's on the page. <laughs> Um, hey, can I do another Yahoo? Yeah, yeah, of course. That. Um, jeez, I got a two here. I'm debating which one's the best. I mean, I don't know that this one is the most sort of gut-bustingly funny, but it is a, t- a conversation that I'm curious about that I feel like Justin's going to have a lot to say. Uh, sent in by several people again. It's by Yahoo Answers user Misty, who asks, what is the best place to work in at the mall? Huh. Well, the answer I think is obvious, I, but I just want to fucking talk about this. Can I just kind of want jokes out. It. Yeah, can we just send jokes out of the room? For well, a we talked bit? about is Bitcoin okay? for about seventy-five minutes earlier in the episode, so I think there's a precedent established. Okay, you know what? Let's just say I was. All I hey jokes. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. We're gonna settle this. I have worked a couple of mall jobs. Hmm? Do you call Shit, your phone sorry. jokes? No, I don't call my phone jokes. That's a very good idea, though. If I could program it to be like, hey, stop it. Uh, um, if I, I've worked several mall jobs, mm-hmm. and I think right now. Don't need your bona fides, yeah, just need an answer. If I please. was going to pick a mall job, I think it would be like a cell phone case kiosk. Whoa, what? Yeah, it feels low impact. Like, I don't think you're dealing with customers left and right. It's a very narrow window of information you have to be briefed on. You get to sit down for a lot of it. Very little oversight over what you do. Most of the time when I see people working there, they're, like, on their phones. Or in some cases, even, like, playing games. Travis, you've you've just hit the biggest issue with it. When I see people working there. If you put yourself into the cell phone kiosk, what you have basically done is put yourself into a human zoo. Yeah. You are an exhibit at the mall museum. Constant, constant scrutiny. Everyone looking at you. What are they looking at on the phone? What are they up to? And it's that thing of like, that judgy thing that people do where it's like, I can't believe they're on their phone when they were just on their phone like 15 seconds yeah. ago. And they just don't happen to be on their phone right at that exact second. There, it's, a, it's an incredible level of scrutiny. It'd be a terrible job. You've picked arguably one of, the, one of the most stressful God, be oh, I, I mean, I disagree only because I stand by the low oversight thing of mm. like that for me and any job I've ever had is a boss who is looking to make themselves, especially in a retail environment, looking to make themselves feel essential. And so they are just looking for things to point out so that yeah, they feel like they're Travis, doing their if job. You, if you're at the cell phone kiosk or the Hillshire Farms kiosk or any kiosk, yeah. your boss is going to be able to fucking clock you from 100 yards. Well, they, can, yes. they can monitor your progress without you even. There are knowing. no corners. There's not the telltale but like who's what what kiosk boss is like checking in. If you own a kiosk, I think you didn't buy it because you were ready to be super hands on. Travis, they're the face of Super Sterling Silver. Of course, I'm going to check on them. <laughs> they are the front line of customer interaction, and I'm I'm in charge of making sure that our customers always walk away with silver and a smile. There is a kiosk, whatever engraved at, gift at the uh, at the uh, Kenwood Town Center here in Cincinnati, where the product that they sell is glass cubes, where the center of them has been laser etched with some kind of photograph of perhaps a beloved pet or a child or a meemaw that you want to remember. And I see that every time I go to the Kenwood Mall and I think that's a front for something. There's no way that they sell enough engraved cubes. cubes. What are you doing today? Going to the mall. Cool. Can I come along? Sure, I guess. If you want to watch me stand around and look at cubes for an hour. Well, Gotta I pick, pick out the, best the perfect grandma. cube. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pick the perfect grandma tesseract. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to. Tr- I'm locking my grandma in this in this holocron. <laughs> She's wronged Krypton, and I need. To- <laughs> uh, yeah, yep. Haven't seen Mima since I banished her to the Phantom Zone. All that—that's my Mima's Horcrux. Twenty nine ninety nine at the Kenwood Mall. Believe it or not. Uh, okay, so that's incorrect, that's Griffin. The, I mean, here's what's here's here's what's making this tough for me. Uh, I okay. feel like. Uh, like an Auntie Anne's is is thrilling. You see mm. an Auntie Anne's, and then you probably do. I assume you get to eat some Auntie Anne's at some point. 
or at yeah. least you get like a dope discount. But at at what point? <clears throat> I love the smell of an Auntie Anne's down the you know wafting down an airport terminal or something like that. Sure, but that smell, I imagine, mm. after I'm gonna be really generous and say like three weeks is going oh. to be like a complete nightmare. I'll and, see any sm- any any restaurant, any food service, yeah. you are going to run into that. Definitely happen at the OG. Uh, love the breadsticks, love the chicken scampi, love so many of their offerings. Could not stand it after, you know. And not only while you're there, the problem is especially with something like that pretzel smell, it permeates. Eventually, it's in you. you. That's right. It's going to get in your clothes, which will then get in your car, which will then, like, you take, you change, you have your uniform at home, and, like, your home will smell faintly of pretzels. It will haunt you. My friend Tommy Red used to work at Fazoli's, and if he stored his uniform in the cab of his truck, when he would give me a ride to school, I would insist on riding in the truck bed. So so vibrant was the smell <laughs> of this Vizzoli's uniform, this this bizarro uh, anti-air freshener. Um, it's going to make you hate. If you work at a pl- food you love, you're going to hate it a few weeks in. If you work at a place you hate, you're going to hate it more. So food service is incorrect. I'm going to give you my hot take, and you got, you all can- You've had can, approximately uh, 400 jobs, so I'll, I will defer to you. This is not one I've had, but it is, I'm pretty sure of what the, the best job would be. And that is the vape shop at the huh. mall. So vape shop <laughs> is fucking cool because you just sit around and vape. And if you're, and your boss opens the door and they're like, what are you doing? Just sitting around and vaping? You'd be like, uh, yeah, I am. I'm both advertising our product and becoming more knowledgeable about it. And I'm sitting here cranking some major Just fucking cotton, cotton yeah. and spooking the, the, the guy over at Macy's. Uh, 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 I think that the vape shop would be a very chill place to work morally. I don't know. The science is out. Yes, when but, your love, but that's uh, it. Juice, that's the perfect fix. Is when your loved ones are like, "Uh, the science is out." But what science we have? You know, it's it's. I'm I'm worried about you. You can be like, "Hey, <laughs> it's for work." <laughs> they actually made a a rule at the vape shop at the Huntington Mall. At first, they were allowed to crank cotton twenty four seven, and then they made a rule that you couldn't crank cotton at all. And to watch the the discrepancy in employee satisfaction <laughs> was so palpable, it could be felt at the American Cookie Factory. It was so so distinct. Did this go from like, wow, this is a fucking very good job, to I've got to get the fuck out of here and indulge my addiction to aerosolized nicotine. Um. Boy, between the Bitcoin and vape chat, this episode has a, has a particular sort of flavor to it. Once again, you, you can tweet those date this at one. Griffin McElroy. Yeah, hit uh, me up with yeah. all those. Um, hey, and while you're doing that, as long as you're on the internet, consider going to MaximumFun.org slash join. Consider uh, becoming a member of the network at whatever level you are able, that you feel comfortable with, if you want to support us and the shows we make and the Maximum Fun Network as a whole. Uh, we have been doing this for t- over 10 years now, and we are only, you know, able to do it as our jobs and have able to make it a bigger part of our lives because of the Max Fund Drive. It is a, a truly very important thing to us. Um, so please consider MaximumFun.org slash join. Look at the different levels. Look at the different uh, pledge gifts. And um, yeah, think about it. And, and thank you. Bad news, boys. Oh, boy. It's me. I snuck in this time. Okay. Hey, Reggie, big shot. Listen. Yeah. Bad news. You're one. You're one membership. Oh, oh no. So yeah, I've just one more person. You know what? I'll give you another day. If just one person logs on to maximumfund.org forward slash join. Uh-huh. And uh, joins the family, as it were. I'll save your little show. Okay. Can't promise Maloney. Can't promise that. No. Didn't do good enough for that. But one person. Just one? That seems pretty low. Well, are you that person? Me? That's right, listener. I can see. <laughs> Holy oh, boy. shit. Um, I, I'm uh, using some real dark. You're, you're slipping into web. Hugo Weaving, Mr. Big Shot. A little bit. A little black hat stuff that I, my nephew hooked up for me, <laughs> and I could see uh, 
And I can see you're not going to that web uh, web URL that I told you about. So we need you to head on over there and join the family and save these boys and their orphans. And the cigar orphans, yes. And thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for these for our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. And, um, and, thank, and thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Griffin, do you have a final Yahoo? Yeah, yeah I mean, this one was sent in by Emma Can't. Thank you, Emma. It's Yahoo Answers user Josh, who does ask, would cremation even work on water Pokemon? Huh. <laughs> huh. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.